Welcome to the Canadian Strength Cast, a podcast where we interview Canadian athletes, coaches, and business owners in the world of strength sports. This podcast is presented by Canadian Strength Supply for all your strength needs. On our first episode, Derek and I dive into the beginning of our business relationship, acquiring Strength Shop Canada, changing the name, and our direction with the business. Of course, we also get our jabs in. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to our first ever episode. I'm David DiDonato and my co-host, as always, will be Derek Bujan. How's it going, man? It's going good. That was a, that was a struggle to get through that intro. Yeah, it was a tough intro. I'm not good with introductions. Welcome to the grind train, but you got, you got through it, so we can <laughs> yeah. move forward now. Yeah. So this is our first episode. Um, let's... Um, I just wanted to kind of talk to everyone and tell them a little bit about what our kind of plans are, what the plan for the podcast is what our plan for basically Canadian strength supply moving forward. Um, we have an event coming up. I think that's going to be a big part of our, of our, uh, brand is, is the events that we host. And then you, you play the biggest role in that you basically organize it and promote it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that. I think before we go, we should talk about the transition from strength shop Canada into Canadian strength supply and kind of your vision for that part of the business and moving forward. Okay. Yeah. 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 I should probably uh, touch on that first. So we, we bought this July of 2019. I think we bought it the Monday after I got married. So it's a big life change, couple of big life changing events for me. Um, yeah. So I've always helped the previous owner with it on social media and stuff like that. And I never really thought it was what it can be. Um, I mean, it, at first it was just a straight up reseller for Canadian strength, uh, for, for strength shop that the, the strongman and, uh, equipment brand from, from Europe and in the States. And after we bought it, I kind of thought we, I kind of had this vision of like, just a place for Canadian athletes to go for whatever they need, whether it's, um, apparel, whether it's equipment that they need, um, even some content. Um, and then that kind of shifted to. Uh, especially after the, the pandemic, I just wanted to be like, okay, this is our, this is for Canadian athletes and I want them to, to wear Canadian things like Canadian made belts, Canadian made straps, Canadian made singlets. Um, so that's kind of our focus. Now we're working with manufacturers. We're getting good quality Canadian made singlets, good quality Canadian made straps. Um, and that's eventually going to grow into belts, knee sleeves and apparel. Hopefully everything will be manufactured and sourced in Canada. So that's kind of my new vision for, um, for Canadian strength supply. And that's why we changed the name of the brand. I think the one thing the pandemic has definitely taught us is that the importance of supporting local businesses and us as Canadians, where a lot of our stuff is being outsourced to Asia, if we can bring it back to North America and get it made specifically for Canadians by Canadians and continue to support Canada, it just makes sense for us. It makes sense for us. It makes sense for us, our athletes. It makes sense for any athlete in Canada that wants to support Canadian products, Canadian based products and Canadian based manufacturers. It just makes sense to, have a place to go where they can get all of that at one spot. So I think your vision for this, I think your vision moving forward and growing this brand is, I think, perfect. And I think in, in terms of what we've learned through the pandemic is moving forward, it's it's a whole lot of 
vocal diarrhea coming out of my mouth right now, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, um, I, I, man, I couldn't believe how hard it was trying to find Canadian manufactured stuff. It's, it was impossible. Like it probably took me a month of research and then it's, I think I first connected to them, to the company we're working with in August and we're, it's now October and we still haven't had any samples. Um, so it's just been like a huge process and I know everyone's struggling a little bit. They're very busy with, with like, um, everything that's going on with COVID, the restrictions and they're probably making more masks now, but it's just been super difficult to find like a good, like a good manufacturer in Canada. And I think that's, 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 it's kind of sad. Like it's, it's hard. It's that hard to find it. I, I could probably f- one Google search and find someone in Asia and they can probably send me something in two weeks. If I, I mean, probably wouldn't get here in two weeks, but in regular time I would. But I find it, I just, it kind of was shocking how hard it was to find Canadian manufacturer. Yeah, okay, so we, we, we kind of went over our, our vision and our plan on the, the gear and the lifting side. Um, and I kind of jumped the gun at the beginning. But I, I just think it's, it's just a huge part. And like being an athlete myself, and, and you've been in competitions, we've seen the good and the bad and, and everything. And um, I... I think it's great what like we're trying to accomplish and you're trying to accomplish with it is just like making it uh, super athlete focused and trying to reward them for for all the hard ass training that we're doing. Right. Like you beat yourself up and then you get to a competition that you pay one hundred and fifty dollars for and you get a fucking plastic medal like it just to me it just doesn't compute just doesn't make sense um so let's talk a little bit about like your kind of vision or, or, or what your your plan is for uh, competition wise. Yeah, so on the events side, it's kind of where my interest lies is, yeah, I, I've competed in CrossFit. I competed in a strongman. Uh, I'm kind of like a lifelong kind of strength athlete, but I bounce around from kind of training methodologies. And, yeah, I just – I'm a competitive person, and I just want to compete. And, yeah, like you said, spend 100 bucks, go to a competition, uh, and halfway through the event, you know, they're changing the events that have already been announced to cater to, say, maybe some hometown athletes. And to me, that's just – that's bullshit and it's just not fair. And same thing with uh, like, there's some other organizations that run events in Canada that have had problems even this year at nationals where halfway through the event, you know, some sketchy judging and all these, all these promoters kind of say, yeah, we're for the athletes, we're for the athletes. And then you get there and you win a plastic trophy that they buy at the dollar store. Mm. Like we're just, we're not about that. Like we've talked and like, to me, if you want to grow a sport, whether whatever, definition of what sport you're doing whether it's weightlifting powerlifting strongman crossfit doing super totals if you want to grow your athletes and you want to grow the sport that you're you're kind of interested in and you know what put some cash prizes in there like reward these guys because training's not cheap oh yeah like even for a weekend warrior like a, a quality gym membership is 200 bucks a month uh coach coach equipment equipment if you're if you're buying sleeves belts specialty bars specialty bars oh i'm all about that <laughs> uh, but recovery like protein recovery supplements like you're you're minimum 400 bucks 450 a month just to train and you're probably if you're only spending 450 you're probably not a competitive athlete anyway so to re- to give back to the athletes and reward them for the work they do that's kind of our vision and our goal because you know what the events are going to help build CSS, but it's also going to help build the community and help build the Canadian strength athlete. And that's kind of our vision. So yeah, we're going to continue to do events. I mean, we had a, we had a strength, uh, strongman competition booked for May, which kind of got derailed by COVID COVID fucking COVID eh? uh, but, and look, see, we're saying a, so, you know, this is Canadian, yeah. but you know what? Like 
it, it, for our first crack at an event, it, you know what, we had some hardships, but I think we did okay. We got through a lot of the athletes wanted to transition because into our second one, which is we're doing a max deadlift and max log event, uh, at the end of November. So we've already got about 35 athletes registered for that, which is pretty good to see, especially with gyms being closed and kind of touch and go with what, you know, what's going on. So we're really excited about that, but, uh, we're going to keep doing it. And hopefully next May we can do our strength shop or sorry, our Canadian strength strongman open and, uh, make it for the athletes run by athletes that compete. And, you know, we're going to claim that it's, we're giving it back to the athletes. And I think anybody who does our events, if you ask them, they'll definitely say that, yeah, you know what? These guys are for the athletes. They're not for making money. There's no sketchy stuff going on midday or the week before changing events or sketchy judging or, you know, any of that stuff. Cause we've, we've all heard horror stories. One of the things, I mean, uh, two things that I've been, um, that I, I noticed when just basically when we started running, like when we started promoting <laughs> our first event was, um, how how many new people there was like never competed in strongman and and stuff like that they're like they're powerlifter and they're like oh I've I've never done done uh, strongman before and like oh well like I mean our events are kind of based for the all overall like athlete like the 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 novice lifter um, can do the events but then you'll also the advanced lifters will will be the, clearly the ones that will succeed in it. Um, so I, I thought the way the events were originally planned out was good. Um, and then another thing that I, I, I really, um, I, I thought was cool was the, uh, a lot of people were like, Hey, like, like no problem. Like, um, I'll, we'll do the next one. They didn't like, not a lot of people asked for a refund. I mean, there were people that asked for a refund, but like, we understand like either they can't make the, the makeup day or I mean, it's a hundred dollars and, and maybe times are tougher for them. So that's fine. Um, but I, I was really like, there's a lot of people like, Hey, like, don't worry, we'll do the next event. Like we want to support you. So, so that was something that like was really cool. And I, I really thought I was like, oh, okay. So like these people are appreciating what we're trying to do here. Yeah. The strength community is not that big. Like when you say it's a small world, like it really is. And it's even a smaller world when you think about the strength athletes. So, uh, it, it's pretty cool to see that a lot of people understood, like we put a lot of money out, like just overhead in terms of trying to get our strongman competition going and the original one yeah the original one and it it when we got shut down and we definitely took a hit yeah so to see a lot of the athletes kind of be like yeah no problem you know we're really interested we really want to do the next one was refreshing for us yeah. as promoters and uh it really made us uh want to do another one if it, if it was kind of a different reaction it might have kind of soured us on wanting to do a second event but so shout out to all those people that were signed up and kind of understood where we were coming from because it was big we, we had 53 athletes signed up yeah. like 53 athletes for a kind of a, a first time event a first time event yep. with zero expectation like i think when we first started i think we were like 20 or 30 I'm like yeah if we get 20 i'm gonna be pumped <laughs> and then it was like a couple weeks into registration I'm like dude we're gonna have to cap this like people are coming out in <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know what like we we do we do weight classes in our strongman stuff because we want the guys that are 170 pounds to be able to compete and compete against guys and a guy who's <clears throat> sorry, a guy who's 175 pounds is going to have a hard time competing against a guy who's 275 pounds. Oh yeah, that's it's math. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we we had some guys say, you know, what? oh, strongman doesn't have weight classes. Why are you doing? It's for the elite of the elite. Like, okay, well, number one, you're the problem. <laughs> like, you're yeah. the reason that there's 10 people in a strongman event. 
And if you want to go to events that are high quality and have the ability to make money at a sport that you love, then you need to be one of the guys that are helping to grow it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And like you said, how the strength community is already so small. We don't want to exclude anyone from that. I don't give a fuck if you do CrossFit, if you're a weightlifter, powerlifter, strongman, if you're just doing a bro sesh. But if if maybe we can bring a couple new people to to the event, like either via friends or someone sees on Instagram and they think it's cool and they want to sign up and try it or just come watch, like that's that's what's going to help grow all the strength sports. That's what's going to help us as a business. That's what's going to help those people that want to be elite be able to get paid for their performances, right? Like we have one um, sponsored athlete and to be honest, we don't, we don't pay him, but we, we help him out as much as we can. And we would love to, but, but it needs to be a, a, the sport needs to be bigger. And you do that by including more people. Yeah. We don't discriminate. Like you're a weightlifter and I don't hate you because you're a weightlifter. I hate you because you're a douchebag, <laughs> but the fact that you weightlift doesn't bother me. And let's not bypass the fact that our one sponsored athlete is now a world record holder. Oh yes. <laughs> that just happened as of yesterday. Zach McGuire deadlifted eight. 8.45, yeah. He, he, his, his world record was total. Total, oh yeah, so total. It's, it's a total Just a 3.30 record. log. 3.30 log, 8.45 yeah. deadlift for whatever that is in kilos as a total. You're the uh, I don't know, that's, that's high numbers. I don't lift those high numbers, so I can't do it. It's <laughs> only a few pounds less than I can lift, so <laughs> good, good on you, Zach. Congrats. Yeah, buddy, congratulations. Um, that was amazing to see. Um, he sent me the videos. He was super pumped. I know he wanted the log record, too. Um, fell just short of that, but um, I've no doubt he, he can do it. I, I've seen him do log press overhead at like 315, 320, and it just flies. So there's no doubt in my mind he's going to get that 350. Oh, hopefully he be, he hopefully hits 350 at our event. That'd be sick. That'd be yeah. sick. We'll have fireworks go off. <laughs> Might burn the building down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sorry, sorry, Nick Atatain. We, we have to celebrate a world record. All right. So that was basically a little summary of what we've, what our vision is for the future. Um, now, we don't post too much about ourselves. Like I think there's a little bit of about us on the, on the website. Um, if people happen to see it. Um, but I, one thing that I, I think Derek does a great job, especially on the events page and on, on Facebook is that he, he's really personable. He reaches out to every single person that, that, um, signs up for events. Um, for me, myself, I try and be as responsive as I can on Instagram, Facebook, and email, and it does get tough, but, um, Let's, I just want to kind of show the viewers or tell the viewers or listeners probably, um, uh, a little bit about yourself, how you got into the strength sports, um, how maybe how you and I met because we're business partners in a lot of things. We are. And yeah, you text me way too much. I I value your input. Oh, that is true. I, I am smart. Uh, so I got into strength sports through CrossFit. I was playing competitive slow pitch, if that's a thing. I know sick. people, yeah, sick softball wizard. <laughs> uh, and I was just, you know, what? I was getting bored and I needed that competitiveness and baseball wasn't doing it for me after playing competitive hockey. And, uh, I had a friend who was doing CrossFit and I'm like, well, that thing, that sounds pretty cool. I kind of want to do that. Who's your friend? Uh, her name was Carla Mantle. Yeah. Steel city CrossFit back uh, in, in yeah. Hamilton. I worked at steel city after, after Derek did. Cause you're following me. Yeah. It's called stalking. <laughs> uh, but I thought, you know, I think that's pretty cool. Like I asked her, I'm like, can I do this and compete? She told me about the open and I'm like, well, if there's an open and you can qualify for something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to win. And then I did not win. That was well, shocking. Misinformed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I went in, got my butt kicked and uh, was hooked. Did that for competing in CrossFit for five or six years. Uh, kind of learned some different mythologies from a coach that I had at CrossFit Battlefield. 
which is uh, the gym that Dave later bought and moved into, and that's how we met. He bought the gym that I was a member at um, and started doing some strongman stuff. And, uh, yeah, me and Dave used to be at odds all the time when he owned the gym because I wanted to do strongman stuff, and he wanted to do CrossFit stuff with his members. So we used to fight all the time. But uh, he just I loved his uh, – I loved his ability to coach. I loved his knowledge of coaching. I loved his coaching methods. And, uh, yeah, when, when I bought a hockey school, I asked him, Hey, you interested in being partners? And I have a gym and I can't run a gym. I have zero interest in running a gym. You could, I mean, it wouldn't be great. You, you can hold your own in the gym I can, in, in terms of knowledge and training. Definitely. I can, but I have zero interest in doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think way better goalie coach than strength yeah, coach. Yeah. Way better, way better goalie coach, life coach, you know, political genius. But I had zero interest doing that, and uh, I thought you would be a huge asset, and you've proven to be a huge asset. So I asked you to come over, and now we are business partners and lovers Aww. and lifelong, lovers. <laughs> lifelong cohorts. <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably the first time you've ever said nice things about me. <laughs> At least to my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only doing it because there's a camera. I immediately take them back. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, as Derek said, I. I, I bought the gym that, that he was a member at. Uh, before that, I actually worked at the Steel City that he um, that, that he used to train. I, was, I worked there after he trained there. Um, but I took kinesiology in university, got an internship as a strength coach. Um, and I, I worked as a strength coach basically for three years before I left that gym. Um, it was hard to leave that gym because I trained NHL, CFL players. Um, did personal training for about a wow, year. Wow, just name dropping oh yeah i can name drop lots of people but it's i won't right now oh ellie oh yeah my my best friend ryan um and then i i always knew i wanted to uh open a gym and a a friend of mine gave me an opportunity and that led us to buying battlefield and that, that was a great experience it was just a good opportunity to um basically like grow my uh i guess portfolio because i've i spent so much time training um elite athletes basically that like i never really trained like the average joe so it was a really good opportunity for that um it was my first time really like coaching crossfit and um it was hard to buy in but i i really enjoyed the um the, the methodology in terms of like um, as like a lifestyle and like health and fitness, I wasn't too into the, into the competitive side of it because I did feel like it, it, it kind of within the gym community, it sometimes got a little like clicky and a little catty, which I, I, I did not like, like, I'm like, we're all here just to get better. And it doesn't matter if Joe Schmo over there beats you by three reps or five seconds, like you guys fucking killed it. And, um, really the, the, the point of this is just to, to get better and healthier, stronger, um, as an individual, not in, in compared to someone else in the gym. And then when Derek, as he said, he bought that goalie school, he asked me to come over. Um, and I, I basically run the strength conditioning in there. And then when I was helping the previous owner of Canadian strength of strength shop, Canada, um, I asked Derek, I was like, Hey, like I have an opportunity to buy this. Um, would you want to like help me, um, I mean, financially <laughs> to, to buy it, but also, um, also like run it because I mean, we, we run basically two businesses together, um, on the ice and in the gym. And, uh, I, I just see how, like, basically how fired up Derek is about, um, training and like, and, and, and being in the gym, even though that's not his, his role here, but he just like fires everyone up and he helps people when, when he can, um, and how passionate he is about basically strongman. Um, 
that was a no brainer. And he's, he's, um, done great work so far. He like, I, he gives me great input. Um, he tells me when I'm spending too much money, when I'm being an idiot. Um, and I, I usually listen to him. Um, but then also like, if I have an idea, he's like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Like if, 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 if he thinks I'm passionate about it and he thinks it'll be a good idea, he, he, um, he, he lets me run with it. Just make sure I check all the boxes first before I dive head in, uh, before I dive head first into it. Um, and yeah, we've had some bumps mainly because of COVID we've had some bumps, but I, I think we're on the, on the upswing with it. Um, yeah. And then on the event side, like he's just been great with that. So, um, I, I think it's been, uh, a good, a good move to keep him on my, in my corner. I'm still stronger than him though. You're definitely not stronger than me. We should probably put a poll up and see what's more impressive. Like put an Instagram poll and be like, what's more impressive, a 500 pound squat or. Yeah, but I've squatted 500. With the bar or with the safety bar? With the safety bar. Yeah, yeah. Way harder. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. Come talk to me when you've deadlifted over 505 because you can't. 501. Yeah. yeah, I just watched you fail 506. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. Yeah, I squatted 506, so I can, squat, I can squat more than I can deadlift, which is not very common for most people. <laughs> if, if This is every day in the gym. This is why we train together most of the time when, I, when I'm actually training, <laughs> which is few and far between sometimes. But this is, this is every day in the gym, and this is how we motivate each other. And this is everybody should find themselves a Dave, which is kind of like their, you know, younger, weaker, uglier brother. And just keep him around for confidence because as much as he thinks he's stronger than me, everybody knows he's not. Um, yeah. Like if like our, our relationship is like, it, it, it's kind of like brothers. Like we're in, in the gym. We just fucking rip on each other call each other weak and stuff like that. And, but it's, it's, it's also like we, we have each other's like, we are mean to each other when the other person is doing well. So like, say we hit a PR, we'll be like, oh, I wasn't depth though. But then if someone's having a rough day in the gym, be like, oh man, but you know what? That was really good. That was looking fast. So like we, we only rip on each other when, when the person's head's getting a little bit too big and they're getting a little bit too strong and we try and bring them down a peg. Um, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to let that head too big thing go when I'm looking right at you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm average size head. <laughs> Cheeks are big, but average size head. That, head. that hat is screaming right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's it. Anything else you, you want to add or you think we should uh, let the listeners know? No, I think, I think you nailed everything. Uh, I think people should be on the lookout for our next event, which I think we've already kind of talked about internally, but we haven't really released uh but we're gonna move away a little we're gonna we've done mainly only strongman stuff so far but i think we're gonna move try to do strongman right yeah we tried to do strongman stuff i think we i feel like we've organized so many events but we haven't had any we haven't run any yeah. uh but yeah we have uh, i think we talked about doing something in the spring covid pending right letting us do it but yeah keep a lookout so if you're a non-strongman supporter and maybe looking and something uh else is your sport yeah we uh don't worry we haven't forgot about you guys either yeah. And uh, like the, our whole, um, like we're not right now, we're just focused on the strongman event, but we're not like a strongman company. Like we, we are a strength sport company, like all sports really like, um, you gotta tell everybody about our motocross knee supports that we have. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I mean, every sport really like, like we, we train a lot of football and hockey players, but some of those guys are fucking strong. Like they can hold their own in the gym, right? Like those are to me, those are also strength athletes. Like they don't compete in strength sports, but they're fucking strong. Like we have guys cleaning in a, like football players cleaning the three hundreds, they're squatting in the five hundreds. 
Um, so like th- those to me are strength athletes and they, they, th- those are also the athletes that, that were, um, that were after. So yeah, we, like we have football guys that are getting recruited for Canadian bobsled. Yeah. Like yeah. that any, anybody who's in the strength game. Like, oh yeah. If you're getting recruited for a strength sport or an explosive sport, like bobsled in mm-hmm. Canada, like I think you're doing all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like uh, I used to train with a lot of bobsled guys back in the day and they were the strongest fuckers I've, I've ever seen. So, um, that's kind of one of the things that, that, that we're, um, that we're about too is like all sports it doesn't have to just be strongman or powerlifting or weightlifting, but anyone that really trains to be strong as fuck and to be, um, and, and that lifts like that's, that's kind of what we're, uh, what we're after. Live like a savage, man. Live like a savage. All right, everyone. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, this was, uh, episode one of the Canadian strength cast. Um, I, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we'll have more uh, episodes in the future. Uh, we're going to we have some interviews lined up. So we're going to be interviewing athletes, coaches, um, uh, influencers, maybe um, brand owners like uh, gym owners and stuff like that. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll see you on the 28th of November, hopefully. Well, I will be there because I have to run. You'll definitely be there. Are you Are you lifting? I'm planning on competing because I, I did deadlift last week. <laughs> you deadlifted once in the last three months. You should yes, probably. Yes, it did not go well. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to our first episode of the Canadian Strengthcast. I hope you learned a little something about our history and how we got to where we are. If you would like to support us, please visit our website at canadianstrengthsupply.ca. You can find everything you need from singlets, sleeves, belts, straps, and more. We have some new gear available from Caffeine and Kilos, Adidas weightlifting shoes, and handcrafted Canadian-made straps. Also, if you like our episode and would like to hear more, feel free to subscribe to the podcast and give us some feedback. It would be greatly appreciated. Have a good day.